normal. Movie. Normal people. Normal people. Movie. Four years, everybody. Woo! Happy Yay. birthday, NMNP. Back yeah. when we started this, there was only one Ant-Man. Well, I guess in that film, there are two Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was, there was one Ant-Man 2. There we go. That clarifies <laughs> okay. it. Yeah, I think that makes a lot more sense when you put it that way. Uh-huh. One Ant-Man, two Ant-Mays. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think in the t- no 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 they, I don't think the Amazing Spider-Man two that was after we uh, we started the show after that happened because then we would have had three Aunt Mays in the course but nah that's just too many Aunt Mays too many yeah, Aunt Mays yeah. um, do you know that if you uh, put normal into the uh, podcast app we are fifth of the way down that's pretty good that's not bad a yeah. fifth of the way down or the fifth like entry on the list yeah, how many pages five pages in yeah <laughs> is it like there's a hundred of them so a fifth of the way down is we're number 20 down. that sounds like a like a turn of the century like english school children poem or something like that about, about <laughs> cholera or something yeah, yeah. Cholera. Jeez. <laughs> and like saving precious lint for wartime rations <laughs> What an intro. We need that lint to fight the Kaiser. Yes. We are above uh, a show called The Normal Intuitive and above a show called The Normal Christian Life. So we're doing something right. Are we beating normal wine? That's all I care about. (laughs) It doesn't seem to be on this list. (laughs) All right. So at least we outlasted them. It's called Wine for Normal People. That's the reason. Oh, okay. And is it above us? (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) I'm sure it is. Normal whining is also ahead of us, too, so... Damn it. All right. We clearly have to get into the wine game for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we've gotten into the wine game in the past. <laughs> Those are our more freewheeling episodes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am Jordan. You know who I am. This is Andrew. Yes. You know who I am. Maybe. This is Alex. Probably don't know who I am. Yeah. It's understandable. We, uh, we put one of those... Um, voice modders on him in posts so he sounds mm-hmm. different every episode yeah <laughs> um and this is avengers endgame uh it's a small independent film mm-hmm. uh so i you probably won't mind if we spoil it for you but yeah right if, if by some chance you are in the <laughs> the venn diagram circle of people who uh listen to the show with people who watch these movies quickly uh, I think you'll be fine, but if by some chance you're not, then, you know, go listen to our Swamp Thing episode. I, I, yeah. I assume that's a good one. There's a lot of wiener jokes. Um, yeah, that's yeah. the Swamp Thing. That's the uh, Swamp Thing. The Dickless Tree, if I recall. The Dickless yeah. Tree, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so we got to talk theater experiences here, um, because that's what we normally do. Uh, who wants to go first? Alex, you, you had, like, a rudimentary one. So let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Thank get the you. boring one out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Let's get the rid of this, this yawner. <laughs> um, yeah, mine was very reserved. Um, it was a pretty full theater, and they they only really got 
excited, like, audibly. There was one person who was trying to get it going, and shout-outs to them. I did not help their efforts at all. They were trying to, like, you know, a character would appear, yeah! Nothing. Nobody bites. <laughs> the only the only one that got going was when Captain America uses Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. Hammer. Uh, yeah. Everybody went wild for that. Um, it's a long time coming. So... Uh deserved it i don't know if i mentioned this a lot of ultron fans in there clearly yeah (laughs) someone in the in the front row was just yelling where's ultron the whole time (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know if i mentioned this when we did avengers like three years ago or whatever but um there was definitely a guy in my theater who was trying to start a wave yeah like at a sports (laughs) event you told told me about this prior to the Movie or during it? It was prior to the movie because I don't think the lack of light would have uh, done wonders for the play. <laughs> I, I do like the mental image of him though, like during the Marvel's uh, cinematic, like Marvel Studios logo. Him just by himself, no one can see him. It's too dark. He's just up and down in the crowd. Yeah, he... over on the far side of the audience. <laughs> he definitely turned to face the the crowd as if he was like a wrestling manager or something trying to, like, drum up support. He's Marvel's hype man. He was like a mascot at a sports event or something like that, who's, you know, the team is way down. But, like, literally half of the team Would you you rather see Avengers with uh, the Philadelphia Philly or Gritty? Which Philadelphia Um, sports mascot would you like to see this movie? The Fanatic. The Fanatic? He's probably, uh, he's probably... Yeah. Uh, interested in these films. <laughs> yeah. He seems like he knows how to party. Yeah, he's an undersea king, after all. Uh, yeah. uh, um, Andrew, what was your theater experience? Like, because you saw this later than than either of us. Yeah, I think I saw it uh, the Friday, so the day after. Uh, but I got to see it at uh, surprisingly uh, like easy to get tickets to uh, IMAX 3D showing. Sweet at uh, Kips Bay. So it was like a massive. Uh, like it was, I think one of the biggest movie theaters I think I've been in. I've never, uh, I had never been to that theater. That's one of the few theaters in like the greater New York area that I had not been to. It was really good. Like, I mean, seeing Endgame with a crowd that big and that raucous was really a lot. Of fun. Oh my god, so, yeah. that's so awesome. jealous. Yeah, yeah, it was, and yeah, like as Acosta said, like the crowd went wild once uh, that hammer got lifted. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, I had the complete opposite experience. I um, I had had a ticket to see it at like a multiplex, um, and then when I was talking to Alex one night, um, I was just I happened to see that it was showing at the movie theater that's literally downstairs from me, which is like a small art house independent theater. So I was just like, why not? So I got I, I changed my my you know megaplex ticket for this other one because it was within walking distance and. Um, it was like a extremely laughably restrained audience. Like, <laughs> there was light clapping when when uh, when Cap wields Neolnir, like you guys are saying. But was that, that clapping was, like immediately shushed it down? Was just yeah, completely quiet. It was like we were watching a documentary on like whale conservation. See, that actually like gets that. me mad just thinking about it. Like I would hate that. That sounds Except, like hell to me. The first two Avengers movies I saw with a friend of mine who um, has, like, a crazy amount of contempt for, like, large interactive audience experiences, (laughs) Um, which, you know, 
raises the issue of why he would ever why agree to see like, the film opening, opening day with night. Him. Yeah, yeah. I saw um, I saw Age of Ultron at um, in London. Like I think it came out a little earlier there. I think that uh-huh. was the era when that happened, and he was definitely very angry at the like <laughs> enthusiasm and just general joy of the crowd. Yeah. And history proved him right because there's no joy to be found in that film whatsoever. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> Guys are mean. Okay, well let's let's do a quick comparison. Like, there's applause in when when Captain America wields the hammer in this movie, but the only part that people can even remember as being pleasant in Age of Ultron is when they flirt with that idea. Like, there's no other fun parts in that film. I don't think. Literally, Vision does lift that hammer. It's like the same yeah. thing. And then it didn't yeah, get the same reaction, but definitely my theater was into it. They were shocked and awed when Vision lifted that up. Well, uh, if, the, if Vision was so great, why is he in this movie? Maybe not Good shocked question. and awed, but they laughed. You know, it's, it's like a comedy beat. So Because he's I, dead, Jordan. He's dead. Because they murdered him. Oh. Oh, man. Um, when did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see I, Infinity I didn't War. Exactly. <laughs> real talk. Real talk. I got into contact with a friend of mine who uh, he's been wanting to play Resident Evil 5 co-op with me for a long time. I finally picked it up. And he was like, by the way, I'm seeing Endgame on Saturday. I was like, wow. Oh, that's so great. Like, uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. And in the conversation, like, not too long after that, he's like, by the way, I know that, like, sometimes you have to see earlier movies in this series. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, what have you seen? He's like, uh, I think I saw the first Avengers. Uh, I think I saw Winter Soldier. And I was like, did you see Infinity War? No. <laughs> Should I? And I was like, what the hell? That's, that's, that's like, How that's do you like- not even, like... That approaches parody. Like, yes. nobody... It's That's like my father. That's like what my father would do before seeing one of these yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I heard I, Spider-Man's in this. We sure take it a sweet time. The, the worst part is... um. That's funny. <laughs> Thanks, um, man. Uh, he's going with another friend of ours who... I'm a, who's definitely seen, like, everything. Uh, and I think that that friend just assumed that our friend would have seen... The last yeah, one. It's a safe like, why would you? Why would you check? I don't know. Um, Who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why is Tony Stark on a spaceship? Like, I, <laughs> when I last saw him, you know, in the Avengers, he seemed like he was doing all right on Earth. That's strange. Uh, Chris Hemsworth seems to have put on a lot of weight randomly. <laughs> what? What is that? Is he? Is he playing like a like a fat guy in a different movie? And just you know, like Henry Cavill. And they can't. Why can't. do they keep calling that character Thor? I don't. <laughs> Doesn't Thor have a hammer? I guess he lost it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that that also raises the point of like uh, the surprise, the fact that that if you hadn't seen Thor: The Dark World, arguably the worst film in the MCU, you're definitely lost for a large well, portion of this here. So I think they knew that, and that's why it's the only movie that gets, like, an extra ex- explanation scene. You know what I'm talking about? Where they're like, Thor, tell us about the reality stone. And then he, like, recounts the events of Thor the yeah. Dark World. <laughs> and everybody just sort of loses interest. Right. It's the second time they've ragged on the Dark World. Because Ragnarok has, like, the play at the beginning. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's, it's, it's the third time if we want to get extra diegetic here because Chris Hemsworth also just said it was unremarkable. <laughs> Called it meh, as meh, I recall. Yeah. Um, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yep. We we got to talk because like um because of the the Russo brothers anti-spoiler initiative um and there were actually like signs at several theaters here I, I i would imagine that that you two might have seen them elsewhere as well where it's like no amc doesn't give a shit about that yeah they don't give a, they don't <laughs> give a shit about like please don't ruin the biggest movie of all time yeah there were no signs up it wasn't like no. alamo or anything honestly okay. i don't think i saw them either but i um i just kind of went right in like i didn't go until there was seating available so i just wandered into the theater maybe i missed them um, I don't know. I didn't see it. But so, how many, how much of the movie was spoiled for either of you before um, you went to go see it? Um, I, I know I, I, this is rhetorical because I know what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go Andrew, last. How much, how much did you know about it at all? Nothing really. I mean, Sweet. like aside from like you know speculation that we already made based on like Chris Hemsworth, uh, sorry, like Chris Evans and uh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr.'s contracts. Yeah. But nobody right. explicitly spoiled any part of the plot. Yeah, same here. I was actually like, like totally um, spoiler free on this, which is hmm. extremely well, good. Um, I guess that's the end of so this topic. I know that nobody, <laughs> you know, you'd have to be a crazy person to go out of your way to to read plot well, synopses and okay. view set photos of this extremely exciting. First of all, movie. okay, so the set photos have been around for years at this point because it was filmed back-to-back or simultaneously yeah, well, with Infinity War. And and because you were lurking in a dumpster near the production yes, offices. Yes, well, I was the source of the photos, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Blame me if you must. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had been, like, aware of all the Reddit fan theory stuff um, for a while, for a long time. Um, uh, since before Infinity War, like I said, there's been set photos of like, here's Captain America wearing his 2012 Avengers outfit. Why why would they pull this outfit back out of the, you know, closet or whatever? That's that's interesting. Are they filming a flashback? Why are everybody wearing these strange devices on their hands? Huh. That's an unusual one, you know, <clears throat> and so on and so forth. So I was getting really excited, hoping that it would be time travel because I'm such a mark for it. Yeah. Um, and then it was. And... Yeah, so right before the movie came out, maybe five days before or something, there was a leaked mm, three minutes or so of the movie. Um, just like various 15-second clips. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, this is pretty hype. It's I, I'm assuming it was like cutting across just like like, like erratically. Like it's Ant-Man being it was, Captain America, and then it cuts to like Thanos, and then it like... It's, <laughs> yeah, no, straight up, it was like... It was like a few other seconds, movies in there. Yeah. And then you'd, <laughs> yeah, it would be a couple seconds of the movie, and then you'd skip up like 20, 30 minutes and get another it's, couple seconds. It's also It was just somebody with, proving that they could get footage of it, you know? Yeah. Like they were recording it, obviously, and like... It was like some theater, they were hiding bone like in their pocket. They were... It had like you know, Arabic subtitles. So right. it was some, just some, uh, version, some copy of the film that got out, right. Or was being pre-screened somewhere. Yeah. That's the same, um, um, like looping footage that they'll use to brainwash prisoners or something like <laughs> clockwork orange, what? just like close-ups of Thor and Thor's arm. And then like <laughs> <laughs> pictures of dogs crying. And <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, and that then, part's in the movie, then, man. Like, what? What? <laughs> what movie did you watch? <laughs> the, the deafening classical soundtrack was a bizarre choice, but uh... <laughs> guys, this is our dog's purpose episode, right? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Roll yeah, back. That, yeah, we have um, we uh, the wife and I think that uh, those dog purpose trailers should have like a trigger warning or something. I don't when I'm watching some Hulu garbage. I don't want to see like a story about a dog getting sick and dying and then miraculously coming back to life as a different dog. I just try to let me just watch my uh, my Seinfeld reruns in peace. <laughs> really putting you on a, like an emotional roller coaster for exactly. thirty seconds. Yeah, it's, it's cruel. It's cruel to put anybody on an emotional roller coaster for thirty seconds. Yeah. You know, to be be like everybody else, make it decades at a time. Yeah. You know, it's also called life. That's a dog's purpose. Um, let's just get into the Alex. Why do you want to have this stuff spoiled for you? Um, I don't, is it like to relieve the tension from not knowing what's going to happen? Is it like I just don't understand the impulse to to know, like to uh, want to know what's going to happen? This is like the culmination of all these things that you love so much why don't you want to be surprised by it i don't i don't know that being surprised is necessarily like a element i need right like so you don't believe in the element of surprise <laughs> oh i certainly do <laughs> uh and if my enemies don't they, they will after i'm done with them. um <laughs> this is the art of war with alex acosta <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, I, there's a, okay, so I could go down the route of, like, well, studies show that it doesn't actually ruin your enjoyment of media when you have it spoiled for you. Um, they, they do things where they'll, yeah, they'll have a control group that just goes and watches a movie uh, that they've never seen before, and then they'll have, like, another group that, you know, is told the contents of what they're about to watch, and then they, like, you know, measure their brains, and there's not really much of a difference, what bunker is this study taking place I, in? It's awfully cruel. <laughs> How is it cruel? Like, you probably get paid your, like, 30 bucks to show up and do the thing. And it's probably, like, you know, like a, a, a short film that they made for the experiment. You know so, I mean? Alex, um, uh, how after seeing this... This seeing this, uh, yes, this you know, reading this, experiment, reading the novelization of Men in Black International and watching the film, how do you think it impacted your enjoyment of it? <laughs> Here's the thing. Here, okay. Uh, if I All say right. I liked it, will you take these electrodes off my temples? <laughs> I'll think uh, about it. <laughs> <sighs> so, okay. If I go watch Endgame again right now, I've already had it spoiled. If you go watch Endgame right now, you've had it spoiled by yourself watching <laughs> the movie. You know what I mean? Like, no, I take mind-altering drugs before uh, I rewatch a movie so that it seems completely <laughs> different from <laughs> the second time. Yes. I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've never toked up and then seen Endgame. And the next time, like, yeah, I've never snorted cocaine and seen Endgame. <laughs> like, the infinite possibilities different. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear ayahuasca is really what you want to do. There we go. <laughs> and any, any like, cactus-based hallucinogenic really enhances the experience. <laughs> Listen, uh, I, I was scarred by... And I've, I think I've one mentioned time this you were before. Yeah, one time I was surprised. 
<laughs> the end. <laughs> there were no ill effects. I just didn't appreciate yeah, the experience. Your mom threw you a surprise birthday party when you were six, and you just started screaming and screaming, and they had to yes, shit. I thought them. one thing would happen, and then another thing happened, and I, I couldn't reconcile it in my brain. I, I'm just projecting here because that literally happened to me when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Am I, um, I thought we were going to visit my grandmother, and my parents um, had... Like, we were on a big road trip, because uh, that's what happened back in the day, because I have a big family and we never flew anywhere. Um, uh-huh. And my my parents had decided to, like, surprise us by taking us to Disney World for, like, two days. And I just started screaming and screaming and screaming. <laughs> because but like, in you my weren't defense, ready? I was, I was 21. I was a different <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I hate you. You really didn't want to ride Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. No, I, I don't even, you know, I have this thing where if I look at anybody ripping tickets, I just go nuts. That's why I always print my tickets on my, I always have them on my phone because. Yeah, that's why you always whip out the Game Boy printer and you print off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your own ticket. Well, I still, um, I still think that involves tearing away that paper, though, so <laughs> it's too close. Yeah. Anything with the enjoyment of children, I just can't handle. Even when I was oh, a that's child. why you that's why you go to the the quiet theater and you enjoy exactly. your very there were no demure. Every, I uh, I sent you a message, Alex, uh, and I was like ninety five percent. You were like what? And I was like oh, sorry. I I thought you were asking me how, what percentage of this audience are like single white men between the ages <laughs> of twenty five and thirty yes. at my screening, and it was there's your answer. <laughs> yes. So go on to your like surprise, like like. Okay, so the, it's just once you've seen it, you're, okay. All right, here no. Here's what I was going to say is that I got scarred by when I went to see Captain Marvel with my coworkers. Oh, so it's a next, recent, it's recent trauma. Yes, 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 yes. And this is obviously I've been reading spoilers forever, so this is not an actual explanation. But here's what got me angry. We went and saw it on like a Friday or something, Friday or Saturday, and then on Monday at work, he kept on texting me or well contacting me through microsoft teams like a real software developer <laughs> um he, he was he kept on being like hey what was up with that part where this happened and i would just tell him like the plot of the movie and then he'd be like okay what about this other part where this happened doesn't that seem weird to you and i would just tell him the plot of the movie like that he didn't comprehend fully um and I never wanted that to be me. Captain like, Marvel doesn't have a helmet when she's in outer space. How does her <laughs> head not explode? Exactly. No, straight up. It was just like it was just like trying to cinema sins the movie without ding. actually remembering ding without remembering any of the events that transpired in the movie. It would be like yeah. So, it, it, so literally just cinema sins. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's. Maybe a little bit worse. Like if Cinema Sins just showed you a black screen, and instead of saying like at this part, Carol Danvers, it, it would be like, as I recall, like or I think what happened was, and you'd be like, no, that's not what happened. So my point is, by already like knowing what's going to happen in the movie, you can just kind of approach it with a more like you can absorb everything better. You you can follow it a lot better because you know the plot events, but you get to pick up on like. The writing and the the character motivations and stuff, just like the little pieces of it that I definitely am not smart enough to pick up all at once. You know what I mean? You just like, like skipping to the a, second viewing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I get to skip to the second viewing, right? And and there's still a lot to be surprised by. The internet is really bad at like 
talking about movies still. So when they spoil this movie, when they give you a plot synopsis, it's it's just like the big events in the plot, and there's no like texture to it at all. There's there's no right. discussion of like why the characters do this thing. You, you know, like people just skim over when Iron Man says that he doesn't want to try to go back. Like he doesn't he doesn't want to really. So like most of the conflict between characters is just completely right. taken it's, out. It's, right. it's gone. Yeah, it's just a, it's like it's who's just a dead? series of yeah. events. Yeah. Right. Um, um, I I always am fascinated by seeing um, like w- this is a weird thing, but it's the only strange thing about me. Um, <laughs> after I saw um, I saw this movie, I was sort of every. 12 hours or so I was going on the Wikipedia page just to see like how the synopsis is sort of developed and a, a lot of it is just like you know the someone is very eager to get their stuff out first like they want to be the first person to to sure. summarize the film but it's funny because in subsequent days you'll just see people adding a lot of details and a lot of those details imply just like or feature just like other characters who are in that scene as well. It's like they'll, <laughs> they'll just name every surviving character or something like that. Right. Um, Excellent. But I'm uh, surprised that's not like a separate page in Wikipedia. <laughs> the, like surviving characters in at the end of Endgame. Yeah. That's, that's probably that's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that's interesting about spoilers for this movie, though, is that there's kind of like a public... Uh, expiration date on them have you seen this that the russos are pretty much just like as soon so we are recording this like a week after the movie came out right Mm -hmm. so the monday after this weekend so two mondays after the movie comes out like that's your deadline if you haven't seen it by then like it you're you're done because (laughs) yeah the russos have given full permission you know in in the you, 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 they don't really have that, right? They don't have control of the internet. But they basically said this is when you can start like memeing heavily about it. Yeah, that's um, that's actually the day the official Avengers Twitter starts tweeting out like R.I.P. Uh, Iron Man, <laughs> R.I.P. Black Widow, um, Captain America died of old age. Today. Yeah, like don't tune into any like late night talk shows after that date, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, well, I, yeah. I don't know. Like Mark Ruffalo is going to keep spoiling. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> they let him back out of the cage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know if I talked about this before, but um, after Infinity War, I was getting takeout. And I'm talking like months after the film. Um, and mm-hmm. two guys were just talking about it. And um, someone else was next to them. And they just started yelling at them for like talking about the ending of the movie. And it was like... It was almost in the summer. Yeah, um, it was like the biggest movie with like a shocking twist ending ever, right? It's just it's such a crazy thing to like. Um, I guess I could sort of come around to seeing what you're saying about the spoilers not mattering as much as the specifics, but I I still feel like I would have um, I would have missed out been, a little. Yeah, I would have experience. I, and like. Like my brother, who hasn't Maybe, seen the movie okay. yet, he he went on Twitter for something completely innocuous, and someone was like, like making just, a meme about somebody getting yeah, dusted yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, no, but just like in, in Endgame, just like talking about how oh, know, really? Iron Man dies, and then he was yeah. just like, oh fuck. Uh, I saw somebody say, 
if a movie makes a billion dollars its first weekend, like all bets are off. Yes. <laughs> That's actually not. I I actually don't completely disagree with that. Because we all remember all those sick Avatar spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to spoil, bro. Yeah. Uh, Tell you, me the character's name. I was yeah. about to say yeah. you pull five people off the street, and none of them will know the name of any of the characters in Avatar. They might be able to tell you that, like, Sigourney Weaver was in it. I'd be very impressed if anybody actually was able to pull that out. But, yeah. Jake Sully. Yeah, I know Jake Sully. (laughs) That's it. That's the the limit. And Stephen Lang plays the bad guy. Yep. Uh, Yeah, that's it. I've got nothing else. Giovanni, like, Rabisi. Giovanni Rabisi and Unobtainium. Exactly. Yeah, he's basically, like, Paul Reiser. (laughs) Redux in this, yeah. Boy, that movie's just not very good, is it? No. (laughs) And let's all agree to collectively forget that movie again for the next 10 years, yeah. 10 years? What about all the sequels? Oh, yeah. (laughs) What about the five sequels they have lined up? (laughs) Yendingus? Yeah, well, I guess we're going to have to start up our new Avatar-themed podcast, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's for Avatar movies and (laughs) Avatar-adjacent It's our Pandora cast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's on uh, Pandora too, obviously. Right. It's about any and so the two categories, like you know, we have comic books and superheroes. So the Pandora cast would be, uh, it'd have three categories, I guess. It would be like anything about Avatar, anything that has Pandora jewelry in it, and anything <laughs> where somebody listens to Pandora, the music streaming service that everybody forgets about in favor of Spotify. That's we're the three. actually. One of the spinoffs that that we're working on for our listeners at home is the I'm Blue. Um, <laughs> podcast about just movies where the characters are <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So the Smurf, Aladdin, the Smurfs are on Smurfs, there. Smurfs 2, Smurfs Aladdin 2019. Uh, yeah. But absolutely um, no Thor The Dark World. Oh, yeah. It's a, <laughs> we we draw it. a line somewhere. Yeah. Um, we actually haven't gotten into the weeds here yet. So, we haven't really uh, even gotten no, into the movie that much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're talking about spoilers. We are. Here. So, um, this movie takes a takes a, a page out of the old Fantastic Four 2015 playbook. Uh, <laughs> five year time job. Uh, it's five times as good as that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, which uh, is one of the funniest, like, lingering issues that people have with the movie. Like, everybody's okay with with all the deaths in it, but they're just like. How is it that, you know, people were in high school and then all their friends died and then they got five years older and then uh, all their friends came back to life and they were suddenly five years older? Yeah. How were they supposed to go on with their lives? There's a lot of good teen comedy premises that have been set up by this movie. (laughs) I I keep thinking that they should have just done like one year. I feel like that would have gotten the nah, because they wanted they wanted Tony Stark to have a daughter old enough to have a relationship with. Like if he just had like yeah, a little baby, maybe he wouldn't. Have, maybe he would have undone having a little baby. Um, <laughs> I I hear that uh, Morgan Stark in the comics is like a man who is super evil. So uh, this look forward, forward to that. To. Yeah, <laughs> that turn. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Avengers 5, Dark Baby. (laughs) Is that his brother in the Ultimate Universe? I think so. Yeah. I I don't know if there was ever a Morgan Stark in the Prime, like, timeline, 616 or whatever. That's my area code. 
It is. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, uh. No, it's not. So they they throw that to you pretty quickly, and and I'm mentioning it because um, they, they go like for Alec, a lot pretty quickly. Yeah, like, I'm kind of surprised actually. That was it was good out of the gate just because of that. For sure, it was. Um, I've heard people say that it's like poor pacing the way that no, they. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that, but uh, I, I have heard that from people that I know who saw that movie and hated it, which there are a few <laughs> of. Um, they said that they like it was two hours of like boring buildup before anything interesting happened. But um, certainly, I I liked the the the, the decision they made um, mostly because it was like I I had such low hopes for this because I was really just we all did like I well, well, Alex did yeah. Alex definitely oh, yeah. knew this was going to be mm-hmm. fine. I mean, the way um, we were talking about this movie in our Infinity War episode, like. We're like this might be like just the hard stop to the show. Like yeah. the fate the, the entire uh, NMNP verse also rests in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All those dolls and and people who bring their own food to the movie theater. All anti. All of our fun characters. Their lives were riding. Nancy definitely didn't make it through. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> She's back, but everybody's five years older. Yeah. The cashews, the dolls. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She missed little Normie's bar mitzvah because she was dead. <laughs> um, but I, I was fine with it because it was, I had, I, I just assumed the entire film would be like a cat and mouse chase crap with Thanos and, 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 and then at the end they hit control Z. Exactly. And then they would return to the exact moment where like before the snap or something like that. And they definitely didn't do that. They, they, they sort of, um, they didn't drag yeah. out that like a, a part of the movie that you thought ha- like was inevitable, like had no, to I, happen. Yeah, I thought the central conflict like between the team would be um, like Cap wanting to go back and reset everything, and and Tony being like, you know, no, I have a family now, and and you know, let's just move on with our lives and not like go back in time and everything like that. Um, but it was a lot more interesting than that i think that that if there's one good thing that you can say about the mcu and only one good thing because otherwise it's just bad no um, yeah crap. it's that their films do tend to actually have consequences which is another reason why you can't just avoid 20 of yep. them and then jump into the new one uh and just expect to be caught up very quickly um, Jeez, tony's being kind of a dick to cap for no i know reason, i thought they were right? friends yeah um but so so that's pretty good is that is that um events seem the events that occur in one movie actually seem to change the world as a whole in the next one at least in the like you know the 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 50 percent of these movies that are actually important right um so they really commit to that here and for a three-hour culmination of all this stuff it was definitely slower pace than i thought it would be they really do spend a lot of time on interpersonal dynamics between the characters and just sort of um they they don't stall but they they take their time even getting to the time travel stuff yeah yeah which i'm i'm glad that they did that because it seemed like there was a lot of build-up for that reunion of like cap and tony in uh in particular so you know good on them for actually taking the time to like give these people like you know, an honest arc, like finding room for that in right. what's already a pretty crowded movie. I also have to say this is probably one of the best openings, 
like the first scene with Hawkeye is ridiculously. It's good a great way powerful. to get it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like extremely well done. Like you know, he was he was absent from the first one, and you know, enough people were asking where he was. Not like that Lyft driver <laughs> that I had who hadn't heard of it, who had no idea who he was. Um, <laughs> if he was played by Brad Dourif, he would. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to start off with that sort of a scene actually ends up being way closer to the the tone of the movie rather than like full-blown fisticuffs which is bizarre considering how elaborate the ending is and how it's like <laughs> how it makes the the the, like the team-ups in infinity war look tame by comparison because you literally just have everybody yep. in one spot um but yeah i like it's weirdly about just sort of like exploring relationships even between characters you wouldn't have thought would be you know have have that much interesting stuff to share like i really love this stuff between like like you know nmmp favorite rodney Rhodes, yeah <laughs> um, and nebula like that was super good right um and probably the best thing about this movie for me is that there's enough meaty stuff for everybody here which is you know, also accomplished by the running time, but the running time, least... and they got rid of half of their cast that's first, true. which was very smart. <laughs> um, but like some of the best performances here are from actors who traditionally take a backseat to the the events, who are you know characters who are less um, specifically driving the plot ahead. Like, there's a lot of good stuff from like Rocket here, who doesn't. Uh, have that much to do in in Infinity War, and certainly uh, isn't as important as Quill and Gamora in the Guardians movies. And is like not a character you would want in like a particularly somber tone. But they still find a way to like make. Yeah, that work right. Too. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's great here. Like I I always thought that he that it was that that's. I'm not going to say that Cooper was phoning it in or whatever, but I I didn't think it was something that was necessarily all that emotionally challenging, but it certainly is here. And um, I guess on, and, and lots of Paul Rudd stuff too. He, who is uh, absent from the last one as well. And he certainly makes up for Ant-Man and the Wasp here, which apparently <laughs> everyone else loves. I, I just rewatched it. It's, how is it? It's actually fine. Like, it's uh, both the Ant Man movies are so disappointing to me that it's hard to get like a good feel on the actual quality of right. them. Yeah, we were. I was surprised at how plot important Ant Man and the Wasp was yeah. to this movie. It's uh, it's very plot important. It's funny I have because been waiting. I'm sure if you go back through our Ant Man episodes, <laughs> it's just me bitching about there not being like quantum realm time travel yet. Yes, when are they going to get to actually, the quantum yeah, realm you, time uh, travel? Uh, yeah, you were the only one who predicted it right in our Infinity War episode. Everybody, like you, I was thinking that there was like a split universe thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you, Jordan was like on about the time stone. Being, there's going to be some shenanigans with that, but you were the only one who correctly mm-hmm. predicted the quantum realm. Yeah, I think one of the reasons why Alex loves this movie so much is that like they, it, it's like wish fulfillment for him. Like it's got yeah. all the stuff that he wants. It's got Hawkeye's wife. It's got time travel. It's got Hawkeye's family. Jordan got back from the movie and accused me of <laughs> having written it. Oh, yeah. 
because it's 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 like it's all your favorite things yeah, here. It's your favorite yes. Back to the Future movie that you're yes. referencing. Yeah, there is in fact a scene that is just Captain America at like a support group, which of course none of the plot synopses had included because oh that's the boring part. We don't care about that. <laughs> um, that part and when like Ant Man is running through the streets of the like how the world is now where it's everything is empty because half of everybody's gone yeah um those scenes are like i i wish we had so much more of just what is life like for normal people in this universe yeah um yeah. if only they had like a sub series of like street level characters they could work with to sort of <laughs> explore these things a little bit more we could finally find out if daredevil and iron fist made it through yeah <laughs> No, they were wiped from existence yeah, by a different were, No, thing. Iron Fist was <laughs> yeah. okay, I think we established. He made it through the snap. Yeah, he's he's tenacious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's the Infinity Gauntlet, and then there's the Disney Gauntlet, where you exactly. can snap entire series out of yeah. existence. <laughs> Huey and Louie are just five years <laughs> younger than they should be. It's, yeah. yeah, how is Dewey going to get on with his life, buddy? <laughs> the Goofy family is never going to be the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You thought Max and his father had problems before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Andrew, take us up to speed with the Infinity Wars episode, by the way, because I know that I'm afraid to listen to old stuff. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so we still don't have an answer to what the Soul Stone does. Uh, Acosta asked that. Um, (laughs) And uh, we did predict a uh, what did I miss line? From uh, Gamora to Peter Quill. I don't think that happened. Um, no, because she didn't miss anything. Th- this Gamora. Yeah. yeah. Also, we have to extend our idea for Infinity War action figures, which once you open the box, like, they just dust away. <laughs> so I guess if we're extending that, it means we also have to ship them a, like, new working action figure five years later. <laughs> they, at, That's at really the, good. At the theaters, they, um, at, like, uh, bunch of the draft houses here because I've, I've seen like a couple things since avengers came out but um they have these like mason jars at the entrance of these buildings with just like dust in it and it's marked like certain characters oh wow, wow. and they have a group one that's just like like withered old leaves and stuff like that so <laughs> it's very funny they, they stole our idea the spider-man one is like still disintegrating in the jar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and what else okay we referenced uh we thought it was going to be more Back to the Future 1 in Endgame, when it's actually oh, more Part 2, really, if we're being honest. Uh, <laughs> and that's uh, that's pretty much our Infinity War episode. Yeah. Also, I think all of us were concerned about it just being a Deus Ex Captain Marvel, which it wasn't. Oh, which, yeah. which is funny because of all the movies that you have to see going into this, that is one of the less essential ones. Yeah, yeah you're just going to be really confused when Tony gets saved. And well, that's about she, it. Yeah. She, she disappears for like three hours of the movie. Like, not quite, but she's there. For, she's gone for like an hour and a half or two hours for sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's just off defending other planets. Like, they, they give an excuse why she's not there, but it's, it's just, it's puzzling that she didn't factor more into the actual plot yeah. or they didn't give her more material. Because she actually does, she's, she was semi prominently featured in a lot of like the TV spots and stuff. Oh, yeah, like she was sort of marketed as like the difference maker, basically. Yeah, she's definitely uh, not. Which also, she shows up to do some crazy cool stuff, but. I was but, about to say, yeah, like the. Right. Maybe I'm skipping ahead to uh, Alex Acosta's action news. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 
Uh, but pretty good fight choreography, especially with her character. Like, uh, I know that Acosta, you probably love the Power Stone swap. It's really good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's taken straight out of, like, Marvel Infinite, where you could do that. That's exactly what the Power Stone does. It just makes a big blast of energy that throws you across the All right. Do arena. You like, do you like that more than the, like, phase suplex in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp? <laughs> uh, no, but I, I think it's a testament to these screenwriters and directors continuing to use the, like, superpowers that they have access to in fun and interesting ways. Just, like, the idea that you know, Thanos can hold this gem that most people can't. And, like, why not just take it out of the gauntlet for a second, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Like, that's really smart. I, I loved it. Um, Alex, why don't you regale our listeners <laughs> with how time travel works in this film? <laughs> because sure. certainly Andrew and I were in a group thread with um, with little buddy of the show uh actually sam is not a little buddy of the show he's uh he's a big boy of the show he's the big boy of the show and he had some (laughs) quantum qualms here uh, (laughs) um so the basic rule that makes everything go away for time travel in this movie that that solves a lot of the questions is just like as soon as you time travel you're in a new universe like that's not the universe you came from no matter what nothing you do as soon as you time travel back can affect your personal history you do not change your past ever. Um, the rule. So when like a lot of people took issue with, especially before they had seen the movie and they were just reading plot synopses and spoilers like me, they, they would look at it and say like, Captain America just goes back in the past and he doesn't, you know, that's not Captain America. He would try to save Bucky because he would know that Bucky's being brainwashed in the past. Uh, he, he would try to, you know, Stop the events of the other movies from happening in the first place and all that, right? Pim's wife. He's like, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, also, just so many think pieces about this same complaint, like, sprung up within right. 48 yeah. hours of the So the, the problem with that is that Captain America can't be, he can't exist in the past as like we have seen in this universe as soon as as in these like movies right because as soon as he time travels he creates a new universe that he's just so he's literally just has like a pocket universe where he's living out like his golden years you know what i mean um he can't possibly affect the past that's how time travel is established to work they literally spell it out in the movie affect the past for the characters that we know in the yes yeah so so when they go back to like put the stones back it's not because they have to for their universe. They're just being, like, nice to the universes they stole from, essentially. Um, so that those universes don't go off the rails. Like, the one that is Yeah, they don't want the time is, cops to get on them for this. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, good point also. Yeah. Um, Tilda Swinton says, like, oh, well, we still need the time stone so that Doctor Strange can defeat Dormammu in a couple years. Like, you can't just take our time stone. You mean, like, bore Dormammu to death. <laughs> Yes. Um, I came here to bargain. Yes. <laughs> come to bargain. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's why they give it back, is so that these other universes will have the stones, um, but they are not the universe that they just left. So that's, like, the key to everything. That's how time travel works. You're always in a new universe. And that's the device that makes time travel possible. <laughs> I actually spent... I, I thought more of um, that scene in Looper, where uh, it's... Uh, well, where they're in the diner, and it's just a line of like, you know, we could sit, sit here all day just like drawing out diagrams with straws, <laughs> or we could just like 
enjoy the premise that you know time travel has given us in this movie. <laughs> yes, right. I remember and, that. and that was sort of like my attitude towards it of like, all right, I am fine with this hand wavy stuff. You're gonna show me something cool. So, that got a yeah. good that got a good laugh in my theater. Also during Looper, someone threatened to stab somebody else in my theater. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he spoiled the movie beforehand. <laughs> yeah. He had actually come back from twenty nineteen and spoiled Avengers <laughs> Endgame. <laughs> the time travel joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. You know what? If you would, if I had like read the Wikipedia plot synopsis, I would have had even lower expectations. I think going into Endgame, huh. if you told me that it was like a Back to the Future Part Two kind kind of thing, mm-hmm. where they're like following them and like yeah, following like events from previous movies in parallel. Yeah, I would. I don't think I would have been super jazzed about it. It's, yeah. It sounds a little masturbatory when you say it like that. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a lot better than it sounds. Not to basically. say that it isn't. Not it is. Isn't, uh, it's but it also, like a celebration. Like it's, that's, ex- that's exactly yeah. it. And a retrospective yeah. in a way that like actually fits into a plot and is a lot of fun. They, they do a lot with that. The like, I've got eyes on Loki is like a really good and knowing line. Yeah, and it's it's also got um, Hail Hydra. Yeah, <laughs> it's also got like twenty two movies to like lead up to this point. It's not like you know how crazy balls Back to the Future Two was yeah. when it was like <laughs> no sports um, almanacs in this one. Yeah. I, I do like Back to the Future Two though, and I know Alex does as well. Oh yeah, um, but that it, it, when you said like uh, like celebratory Andrew, like that's despite like the somber nature of the plot um this is like a massive celebration of all of the stuff that has led to this area and it actually pays off remarkably well and way better than i thought it would um and a way that that's accomplished is with um with these moments that you said like i've got eyes on loki but it's also like a fucking who's who of cameos for people that I never thought we'd see again. <laughs> um, you didn't think Rene Russo would uh, show up again? I, I did not. I didn't yeah. think Robert Redford would show up again. Yeah, yeah that was really which cool. Which was awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing that my audience was into was um, was the elevator scene. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they, the audience was very happy with that. I guess there's a lot of Winter Soldier fans in, like, the 30 people that I saw. <laughs> you like the Russo Brothers movies, their contributions to the MCU. You get a lot yeah. of love, basically. You also, oh, yeah. You'd also be hard-pressed to find out anybody who contributed more and more consistently well to the MCU than they did. Yeah, I think, yeah, we, we definitely have to give uh, a shout-out to those directors because this is... Uh, I'd say like an equal feat to the original Avengers. Like this is unbelievable that they were able to make this work, even in like, I guess what you'd have to call like a six hour movie. Yeah. And this has, this has the the emotional weight that Avengers did not have at all. And I, I'm going on the record for sure saying that I am way more fond. Yeah. I'm way more fond of like the Russo's approach to all this stuff than, than, um, than, the Whedon stuff. I think that, yeah. I think that civil war in particular was such an amazing turning point. Um, and it was such like a confidence booster for the whole universe <laughs> in general that like, as soon as, as soon as I saw it, I knew that this, you know, that, that the infinity saga or whatever was in good hands yeah. because, um, they got it. Like, like, they, like they've, they've made, the best movies in the series with like the exception of, you know, black Panther or something like that. Um, 
So mm-hmm. yeah. big, big, big props because they are uh, they're the best at this. And they do a great job of uh, define sort of expectations or like what a lot of fans big sort time. of worst case scenarios or like even, you know, cynical people like us. Uh, they're like, I remember Civil War, like we, the ending of that, the actual villain and the fact that it wasn't just like a generic fight with, you know, five other Hydra super soldiers, which is what we feared going into that movie. Yeah, yeah so you're supposed dead. to think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like, I mean, actually, you could even go back to like Winter Soldier. That is, you know, you did not oh, expect yeah, a Captain America movie Soldier. to become like a political thriller. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, in Infinity War and Endgame, uh, you know, everybody's sort of worst fears about both of those movies ended up not coming true. And yes, they ended up ex- doing something a lot more different than you would have anticipated. There is some... The, 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 the biggest casualty, I think, though, of all of this stuff is um, is Thanos here. I was not a fan um, of of the, the direction they took him in. Like, they, they seem to... Like, for all the moving forward of all the other characters, it seems like he moved back so dramatically here. <laughs> what? He's well, just, okay, I get what you're saying, but also, like, he dies right away. So He dies right away. That scene is awesome, but, the, like, the 2014 Thanos or whatever is just so cookie-cutter and generic and sure. like, spouting stuff that could have they, been... They wanted to stay true to the feeling of those 2014 villains. You know how <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a shame to see him... It's not that big of a deal, but it's, just, it's a little disappointing to see him reduced to something so, like, sub-Ultron in terms of interesting. Like, he's he's really... Like, this, some of the dialogue is real hammy, too. Where he's like, sure. the Avengers, those meddlesome pests. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's something that could have been pulled verbatim from like detective comics in 1952 before Batman and Robin just yeah. light up a cigarette and then hop into bed together. Yeah. It's yeah. You really feel like they could have done more with that, especially a character knowing their eventual fate. Like you think yeah. they could have played around with that a little more. He's but. smart enough to figure it out, which is cool. But, um, right. But he's, he's, it also like by having it be a sort of a different Thanos, it's, it's, it removes a little bit of the urgency from it because the the character who actually did all this stuff is immediately dead in an incredibly good scene at the beginning of the movie. Um, <laughs> they they try to address it right. They 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 try to have like the old the past Thanos who is now in the present say, um, "Hmm, I I failed. It looks like since you are here and you still hold out hope on undoing it, I guess I'll just have to." do you know a whole new universe or whatever yeah but yeah, it's, it's a little that, yeah. yeah it's a little it's a little hokey sure yeah i mean it's, sort it's, of in it's not the too explanation far of how he makes it back to their universe too gamora or sorry nebula presses some buttons and opens an extremely generous wormhole yeah uh, <laughs> so i saw this with uh buddy of the show evan uh and he pointed out that like she only had enough for herself so like how did she Oh, yeah. That's one of those, like, the that's Russos a- have gone on an interview, like, gone on record explaining how it works, but it's not in the movie. Yeah, I feel like they could have had just, like, one line to explain yeah. that, though. Like, because, you know, Thanos has, I guess, really, like, a couple of years and a lot of resources. So I could believe that he could reproduce it or do something, but it would have been mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, that's Give pretty much what it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, Thanos has a minion who's very smart. And reverse engineered pin particles from the ones that Nebula had. Oh, sure, okay. that's yeah, fine. They, they could have easily yeah. just 
hand waved it in the film instead of yeah. afterwards. It took my wizard guy like a couple of months. Not that it matters. And right, exactly. Yeah. It's time travel, so they could just immediately show up. But like, that's honestly the biggest complaint I have here because it's I a nitpick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we we were we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but some of the interactions between the characters here are the best they've ever been in the entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly the Hawkeye and Black Widow scene um, with the Soul Stone and the surprisingly complacent Red Skull who's just like... He's just chilling. There. Uh, yeah, that yeah. said, uh, I do kind of take issue with that scene because they're like, their sacrifice off like goes one beat too many. Like, if, if there was one other thing that, like, they tried to do to stop, uh, you know, Black Widow from dying, like, it would have been a comedy at that point. <laughs> I, I think that I could sort of see where you're coming from, but I, I thought that that whole business was extremely good, and it's a payoff of, like, a decade of interactions between these characters. Um, I yeah. think that, um, like, that that most of the pairs were really good uh, like when they when they actually split up to go in their little missions um mm-hmm. you get great stuff between characters that you wouldn't ever have expected to see interacting together i liked hulk and and the ancient one that was fun too um and i guess i should ask if there's any of those threads that you were particularly interested in like if you were sort of bored with um Actually, yeah, I, I liked all of them. Uh, the like Nebula and uh, Rodney uh, one was like <laughs> I, I wasn't like that excited to see where that one went, but uh, I think they got a lot of good moments out of uh, you know seeing the opening of Guardians from a different yeah. perspective. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. And even then, it's that's just kind of a gateway to like introduce old Thanos. Yeah, as, like, exactly. Yeah, to connect those. Um, I you I, would think that the Thor part would be really bad because it's in the Dark World and they. Thor immediately like splits off from Rocket Raccoon, but I think it ends up being valuable. Yeah, I, th- I think it's worth the time when he talks to his mom. Yeah, we should also throw out uh, Taika Waititi props here because like within one movie they turned. We've said this a lot, but like Thor is now probably the best character in the entire MCU. <laughs> yeah. He's like he's delightful in every scene that he's in, uh, and he's hilarious. And I think it's it's a combination of all the changes they made for Ragnarok and also Chris Hemsworth finding his feet with this character in an extremely... Yeah, they finally way. let him yeah. be, like, funny and charming. Uh, yeah, because... find the right way to include, like, the absolute tragedy that is his life, though, at that <laughs> yeah. point in the story. Because he's a, he's a hilarious wreck in this movie, too, which is which funny. Which is completely understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I was actually surprised. I thought that, like, again, if that was in the Wikipedia plot synopsis and it's like, oh, also, like, Thor sort of let himself go. Like, I'd be like, that's going to be a bit that's going to be really tired after a couple actually, of minutes. But they, they do well funny. with it. Yeah. And, and he's Good not, Lebowski references. Yeah, good yeah. Lebowski references. He's not that far. Like, like Ragnarok did change him into, a, like, a comedy character, but you do still see remnants of, like, My the Branagh... Yeah. <laughs> the Branagh characterizations and stuff. Like, when he was just a sort of, like, an egotistical prick... Mm-hmm. Like, there's still that current to him that's that's there, especially with like all of his scenes with Quill, um, right? But you would have thought Branagh just... should have gotten like all the tragic elements of that. <laughs> do you think, yeah. Do you think Branagh has seen this movie? No. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. full stop. Yeah. <laughs> full stop. Absolutely not. not. Yeah. 
He's like, uh, he's like, we're, you know, I thought I was buying a ticket to Richard the Third, yeah, not, uh, not Avengers the Third. I'm out of here. He's the guy who walked out during the uh, Hawkeye's family scene. He's boring, like, yeah. boring. Yeah. Right on the screen. Uh, so that's 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 a hard no. You don't think? I, like don't I think. have, I can say that, you know, with absolute certainty. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, who's the, if you could, if you could give one, uh, shout out to a particular actor in this movie, who do you think gives the best performance here? Actually, Um, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Like, there's good range yet. And like, there's a, it's gotta be him or Chris Evans, right? Like they're the, they're carrying this. I, I feel like. Robert Downey Jr. He had this movie and a lot of Infinity War. He he gets to. Uh, sorry, this is me harking back to my like. Chris Evans doesn't get enough to do in Infinity War. They don't use him at all in that movie, and it makes me sad. Um, because in this one he does get to do stuff, but it's also very much a Iron Man movie, you know. Yeah, um, and that sort of makes sense. That's like, it's a culmination of everything Tony's feared. Like it's actually paying off from sort of the end of Avengers and a lot of what Ultron was about too, which I right. found kind of surprising, but also it was good that they, you know, stay true to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they directly um, quote age of Ultron in this movie when Tony Stark comes back to earth and he says that Captain America said, you know, we'll fight together. And then if we lose, we'll lose together. Yeah. And he's like, well, that worked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's directly cribbed from age of Ultron. That's what he's referencing there. I thought it was a good way to, you know, because nobody likes that movie. But, <laughs> but here we are in Avengers 3 and 4. And it's like, well, we can't Thor, just ignore right? Avengers yeah. 2. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's, the, uh, what's the deal? I haven't seen um, Age of Ultron in, since we watched it. Um, I like just Alex. rewatched it. Maybe okay. Um, how, how hilarious is, is, the, is the whole um, Scarlet Witch accent thing? Because people say it's really, really funny. Um, her doing it or the fact that she, like, loses it through the movies? The, the, the second one. Uh, I don't think it's that bad. Okay. Like, she goes and she lives in America at the Avengers facility for years, right? She takes those Duolingo lessons quite seriously. <laughs> yeah. I, think you, I think she knows English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she needs to say it a- with the right, like, you know... Uh, robot English accent, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, there's actually a scene um, on the Civil War Blu-ray. It's a it's a Blu-ray <laughs> exclusive where uh-huh. um, where uh, Scarlet Witch opens her mouth and Ant Man shrinks down and he jumps inside of her mouth and he starts punching her vocal cords. No, this is somebody's so- fetish, Jordan. <laughs> oh man! Um, now seems as good of a time to uh, do a bit of a. I don't know if we should say it's like a sign-off because it isn't, but let's talk a bit about the MCU as an undertaking here. Um, uh, Alex and I sent messages right after this movie came out, um, and um, we agreed. And Andrew, you are you will break this uh, this union if we if you're, uh, <laughs> opposing to it, but. It you know it's a remarkable achievement to even get to this point. Um, it's also a series that has never gotten terrible. 
Would you agree with that? Yeah, there've been at at worst you might call those like some of those movies like missteps, but yeah. they aren't like none of them are like complete misfires. Yes, they they don't approach DC levels of like my god, what have we done? And like they haven't even approached like X-Men levels of my god, what have we done? <laughs> <Yeah. either." laughs> Which looking forward to Dark Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Another no. good god movie, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, no, it's it is remarkable, like the consistency of them and like how they they've still managed to keep some room for like, you know, directors managing to put their own sort of stamp on it as well. Like there's still a lot more like creative freedom. More so lately. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. There was that really bad period around. They sort of uh, course corrected. Age of Ultron, yeah, exactly. Of yeah. The fact that they were able to recover from that is. Yes. Yeah, it's remarkable, actually. It's yeah. it's it's a weird thing though, because it's it's a system that is pretty consistent and and pretty enjoyable, but it's also, as we've talked about in several other episodes throughout the last four years, it's something where um more so than probably anything other than Star Wars or something, it's been accused of just like sapping the vitality out of any like creative voice that dares to defy that sort of rhythms that were set out at a board meeting in 2008. Um, so there's a lot of it, exceptions to that. Uh, there's say, exceptions, yeah. but it's mostly recent stuff. Like I was just saying, like, like it's yeah, not, Panther. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of the, the universe started as not in every case, but like not with John Favreau or whatever, but it started out with a lot of directors for hire who, um, who came in to do one movie and then left. Um, post, like, like in the last four years or whatever, they've, they've been able to retain people on a more consistent basis, but mm-hmm. certainly um, Alex mentioned disappointment with Ant-Man all the time, and that was, like, the first case, and then, you know, there's people who said that that Joss Whedon wasn't... sort of got forced out from those... No, it's, it's of... Edgar Wright. It's not... Uh, Joss no, 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 but I mean, like, he was a, yeah. also, yeah, somebody who... Allegedly, sort of fell victim to that. Yeah, sort of, yeah, boardroom pushing him out. Yeah, yeah, and but with with Ant Man, it's like you, you. There are people who say that there wouldn't be any of the tone of this universe without that first like Edgar Wright script from way the hell back when. That's interesting because right. a lot of people actually put that on John Favreau. Of like, it's there were surprisingly little notes apparently given to him when he made Iron Man. Of like, this is sort of the tone that we're going for for this whole project. Like, he sort of got to set it independently apparently yeah he also famously insisted on casting robert downey jr who had just come from like a what would have been a career ending slump for most people where he was battling you know many personal demons uh and the big thing is like whether they could even afford to pay the insurance costs of having him on set yeah um and he's now (laughs) you know he's now become one of the most sought after names in Hollywood who's just about to, who you'll next see in the adventures of Dr. Doolittle or whatever the hell he's working on. <laughs> whatever he um, wants at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I saw um, a tweet from a uh, comic book journalist who. Oh, the best kind of journalist. <laughs> right. Who was uh, recalling when Iron Man 1 had come out and they were doing interviews with the cast. And this person was given like 15 minutes with Gwyneth Paltrow because she was yeah. too famous. And then just like infinite time with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, just like it was, they, no one checked in on them, basically. Yeah. yeah, don't forget that Terrence Howard was making more money off of the first one, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. 
Um, if you'd gone like uh, the years leading up to Iron Man, if you had guessed in like 12 years where Robert Downey Jr. would be at that point, right. like dead would have probably been <laughs> like a more likely outcome. That would have been than, a safe thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, I mean, good on him for making this whole universe work, really. Like that yeah. was sort of the performance that, you know, established this as a success, basically. And like, yeah, allowed it to go forward, really. But they needed. Yeah. There's and and I guess at the end of the day, the the line is is about sort of can you negotiate the like inherent commercial aspects of this with with like you know whatever loftier artistic ambitions that you might have. Like we we joked about Branagh earlier, but clearly that wasn't a good fit because he was nowhere to be found with. The other Thor films, and according to Andrew, has not seen it. <laughs> I'm an authority on this, too, by the way. Yeah. That's true. And what Kenneth um, Branagh has seen. Yeah. Yes. You, Andrew, operates the parody account, Kenneth Branagh's Netflix. Yeah. Just uh, goes over what he has seen. He really likes reindeer games. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't even know, man. Uh, Nobody likes reindeer games. <laughs> He's a well, Ben Affleck uh, completionist. That's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, 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 a lot of directors, I think uh, James Cameron being one of them, is on record saying that they fucking love Resident Evil 1. <laughs> that's amazing. I actually know a lot of people. Who I hope it would be like the going, other Paul Anderson. Yeah, Paul love Thomas it. Anderson loves it. <laughs> He's like, God damn it, why did I have to do Punch Drunk Love when I could have done Resident Evil? The, the script was actually originally meant to be sent to him. but For sure, they, they, yeah. sure they, they sent the wrong, <laughs> sent the wrong guy. <laughs> Somebody's T was very messy and became a W somehow. Yeah, <laughs> um, and just, so, so yeah, it's, it's an incredibly impressive undertaking. Um, and this whole project is, you know, is based around charting how these, how the genre has grown and changed over the last half a decade. And um, we all know who's, who was at the forefront of that. It was, it, it sure as hell wasn't Fox or, or DC or. It was uh, us. It was us. them on the straight and Letting, letting out the expectations of Joe and Jane moviegoer. Yep. That everybody, please send in your thanks to us. That's right, we're a real podcast of the people, right here. <laughs> but the you know the big question now is, where the hell do you go from here? Right. Um, I'm kind of optimistic about that, to be honest. I I've learned better than to be pessimistic about well, <laughs> yeah. the MCU. They, they have Not the be benefit of the doubt after at yes. the very least, uh, and I feel like getting sort of being. I don't want to say like free of the burden of an, of these sort of massive uh, sort of meetup movies, but they kind of are. And I feel like there's a lot more free reign that's going to be given to, you know, some of the, the groups that are, you sort of see forming at the end of this too. Right. I mean, like, I yeah. So. It's, it's interesting because they're about to go into a weird spot where they're kind of, they were always hesitant to go into television before, despite their numerous projects. And now they're just, going all in and they're saying we're putting the movie characters into some television shows yes, miniseries having a, yeah. having a billion dollar streaming service exclusively devoted to your content i'm sure doesn't hurt with that either yeah but i'm saying it's they're they're changing up their delivery of this content in a way that they did not previously yeah, right it'll, be, it'll certainly be interesting to see whether that um 
whether that actually um, translates into the movie stuff too, because um, like, like they're using such major characters that you kind of hope that it would have yeah, to, right? Like, uh, like James Darcy showing up for five seconds here is apparently the first time a television character has appeared in any MCU movie. Yes, um, because that's also the the writers like McFeely and right uh, the other guy. <laughs> we we shouted out the Russos and then we were like, "Who are the writers?" Yeah, exactly. What are they? Well, they're, they're used to that they've by been now. On all yeah. the same movies as yeah. the Russos, um, and they did Thor: The Dark World, which is hey, nobody's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that would explain why they, you know, why they Thor spends why forty five minutes so of the heavily. film, just um, sort of turning to the camera and being like, this movie was good. It is underrated. <laughs> I re- this is my favorite part of my own life. You know what? That's, that still gave us, I'm going to say, some of the best capering of this movie. Well, you, yeah, loved, the the, you loved the, the like archival footage of Natalie Portman's elbows <laughs> yes. and stuff like that. Being chased down by Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you... How do you do your friends think, like friends and family wider? Like just, just give me a general thing. Like what did, what did the people that you you know, that you talk to uh, say about this? Because honestly, most of the people that I've spoken to have, have liked it, but there's certainly been several people that I've talked to who did not. Um, I haven't talked to any. Anybody other than us? Who, yeah, yeah that, that, okay. that, that should have been my bit. I should have been like, you guys already said, because you're my friends. Um, I haven't talked to anybody who's like a fan of these movies and didn't like this movie yet. Yeah, it's been like pretty universally positive, what I've heard from other people. Like there's a few nitpicks around time travel because, of course, right. there's going to be. Um, but that's about it. Yeah, Jordan, what are you hearing? Like, take us through the the mind of somebody who (laughs) has watched all of these movies and was like, you know what, the ending, just not very good. Nobody even articulates it to me. I just have gotten texts from family members saying, like, six out of ten. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And then they're like, you know what they're referencing? No, like, because. Here's the thing. Like, Six out of ten for like the latest Veep episode. Yeah, yeah, they they weren't even talking about in game. You just assumed. So, so. Let me let me uh, make an admission here, uh, and this is extremely out of character for me. But I as actually moved to tears at several times for this movie. Maybe I was just tired. So um, I was a real emotional weight. Were either yeah. of you? Alex hasn't cried in forty five years, and and yeah. were you moved to tears? Acosta's forty five. He is. He looks great, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Damn, man. Yeah. Moisturizer, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I was snapped nice. away for a lot of those years, so it's like a weird. Oh yeah. Like it's like when you're born on leap day. <laughs> you went yeah. to the shittiest possible post snap world where you still age, but you're also <laughs> dead. Um, a lot of people have been asking, like, can Peter Parker drink now? Like, how does the legal ramifications of having oh, disappeared for five years? Work? I was wondering Anyways. about planets that like weren't aware of Thanos because it's the universe, right? <laughs> so like, there's a couple right. planets that like. Man, they are really confused five years later. Like, religions yes. have been started over this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, like, a, like a sentient cloud moved on from their sentient cloud life partner and found another sentient cloud. <laughs> and they didn't know what was going on. <laughs> That's true. Gaseous life forms had the worst worst time of all during this. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly, suddenly like, like Ion Storm 41 is just back and then, you oh know, Ion Storm 9991 is <laughs> have a couple <laughs> awkward conversations. 
and like the whole like home property like ownership gets yeah. really confusing. See, that's what they need. They need they need to do that. They need they need a like a five hour just series of vignettes yeah. of, of the inconveniences. <laughs> And irritations that have come from this. Yes. Some like crystalline entity that is like, well, I got kicked out of my apartment because I couldn't pay rent for the last five years. <laughs> yes, you, need to, <laughs> you need to see a, like a like a teen comedy, not te- like a, not even teen comedy. I'm talking about like a teen heartbreaking romance about how like, two rock two people, monsters that fell in love. <laughs> yeah, two of them were in love and then one of them died and then came back to life. And then worst prom ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So so I anyways I was like moved to tears. So I like texted one of my brothers and I was like, "Bring the Kleenex. This is a real emotional thing." And uh, for the first and only time in my life, I made a complete fucking ass out of myself in front of my family, and they, they were just like, "What are you talking about? Like, there's no I didn't cry. I'm not a baby." You like your movies, baby? Baby. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I mean, to, to be completely honest, before the movie came out, I teased Jordan. I said, like, hope you're ready to, like, cry out of nostalgia. No, no, no. I said, like, oh, I wonder if I'll tear up because I, I can't cry anymore. Physically, it's impossible. But you maybe I'll get choked up on the nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And Jordan, you told me that. You said, who would cry yes. at a movie yeah. it's like it's a work of fiction have you not noticed about, like, like it's just mad actors funny funny. costumes yeah and yeah. then and then you immediately texted us i cried four times i did cry four times yes. i can't i didn't like ball but i was tearing up for sure yeah uh, you actually got pepper sprayed before you I went into the screen so it's it's understandable yeah yes yeah. someone was about to say a spoiler and he pepper sprayed himself <laughs> to distract himself exactly <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm I surprised that your family was just like, yeah, there's nothing there that has Absolutely. any emotional weight. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's also like a perfect analogy for like, <laughs> your childhood. Say, yeah, explains like, a lot to yeah. a T. <laughs> <laughs> Feelings are stupid and a sign of weakness. Yeah. Um, you I know. teared up when everybody came back to life. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, like when mm-hmm. T'Challa comes back, that was awesome. It's really good. Um, and, and, and when Iron Man bites it. Yeah. And like, uh, Iron Man's kid sort of watching the recording of Tony like that. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and, and when Cap was back in the forties, finally, like, I, I do care about that character. I know that like little buddy of the show, Zach will tell you that Captain America sucks and that he has. That's no- incorrect. Uh, he he said that, uh, <laughs> like, like he said that the only um, I'm paraphrasing here, but like the only uh, co- like conflict that that character ever has is whether to be like a good man or a fine man, <laughs> uh, which is very good. Right. But, I'm uh, mad now. You got me um, salty. Yeah, he's. He, I I was. This is also comes sad. from a man who doesn't like Mad Max Fury Road because there's too much chasing. So it's like true. his okay, opinions yeah. are entirely suspect. They're I'm bizarre. Out. Yeah. Um. And I, I, the weirdest part where I welled up was actually, like, at the credits, because I'm a credit junkie, and I love just Yeah, to, well, it was really cool credits, the, just yeah. the, like, literally signing off yeah. from the project. My, my, no I have one more. Except for all the people who are coming back, of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> because this is that Hawkeye series, there's going to be the uh, Black Widow movie, like, come on, don't sign off yet. Do you know nerds. how the Black Widow movie starts? 
She uh, actually like hits a trampoline and just launches <laughs> right back up. I hate you. <laughs> so <Thanks. man. laughs> um, I'm so. Speaking of the Black Widow movie and... Yeah, can we talk about the future of yeah, the Yeah, like, like, what's... I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with, like, that in, like, Spidey 2 in, like, a month and a half and and Guardians 3 in, like, 2025. Now with Jimmy Rifle. Yeah. Now with Jimmy Rifle back and hopefully Thor. But um, they moved up Guardians. Oh, did they? Yeah, they moved up Guardians um, for, like, 2021 or something. Okay. Just yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting because we have for years now had the results of that D twenty three conference where they announced all like the upcoming movies. Um, re- remember that when they were announcing yes. they announced like Civil War, they announced Black Panther was yeah, going to be big, in like, Civil War. They had a big like ser- like um like yeah um PowerPoint slide with all the logos. it was it was like ten movies at once got confirmed or something yeah. right. And I was just like um, looking at these logos and I was like, what? There's no way all of these are going to get made. And then they yeah, did. The only one that did not was Inhumans, um, which as soon as I've, somebody else was like up there on like Feige tier, uh, and they got removed, and they were the ones pushing for Inhumans, so it got dropped from the schedule. But you're right; otherwise, pretty much everything got made. And in, the only thing that even changed about that was they got they came out earlier than expected. They moved up a bunch of release right. dates. Um, so th- we don't have that anymore, right? That ended with. Infinity War Part 2, as it was called mm-hmm. back then. What do we know um, that's coming out? So we know that Spider-Man is coming out, yes. Far From okay. Home. We have trailers for it. It is imminent. Yes, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is confirmed. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is happening with James Gunn. Um, A Black, Black Widow is, is being hired for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, presumably a prequel now. Presumably, But most yeah. people are assuming it'll be like her origin story or something. Um, Finally, it'd be get nice to figure if they out what confirmed. happened in Budapest, or yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it'd be nice if they confirmed like Hawkeye being in it, and it was that story. Um, even though we already have like of it in like the first Avengers movie, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And then beyond that, they are hiring for Immortals, right? With Angelina Jolie, right? Yeah. And are there some and, that we can like assume are going to get made, like? So Tessa Thompson has, like, claimed that they finished writing Thor 4, um, huh, which is interesting. Yeah. Because, yeah, because, you know, I can see it. Hemsworth is finally in a place where he enjoys his presence in those movies, right? Being them. They're fun now. Um, Ragnarok and this set of movies like we said before that they were fun Thor and it was probably actually fun to film if I had to guess I'm not an actor. Yeah, Do you think they're going to keep the weight? And definitely not. I hope so. No, they'll, they'll just probably be a... burn it off in Guardians. So I, I'm really hoping he is part of Guardians. I think that would be very fun um, but they could very easily be like they start the movie and Rock raccoons, like, darn, I miss Thor ever since we dropped him off on that planet we passed by. And <laughs> <laughs> they never mentioned him again. Um, uh, they've got, they've it'd be if they did that to Peter yeah. Quill instead. <laughs> <laughs> or just leader of the Guardians. They're like, man, yes. glad we got rid of that guy. Remember yeah. that other guy? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, we don't. Uh, um, yes, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi is being is developed. Yeah. Yes. Um, there was presumably a, tw- a Black Panther two of some kind. Yeah. Yes, right. and a Doctor Strange two is presumably going to happen. Um, I think 
every character gets a sequel, right? Are there any exceptions to that? Has have there been any non like even the Avengers have sequels now, right? But yeah. like, I think every character has gotten a sequel. So Black Widow two, that's like a lot. <laughs> okay, uh, hold on, okay. hold on. I think it's a, quit. It's probably inevitable, but there's going to be presumably at some point in the future another Avengers movie, right? So that's a good question. I, like, yeah, I, I would assume so, but yeah, they, I wonder they, if they'll call it something else, or if they'll just... I mean, they'll, they'll be an Avengers team, right? Yeah. Um, actually, um, so before we start speculating, there's another element of this. We would never this, do that on this. Right. Yeah. Um, which is, we have a, a several Disney Plus television shows confirmed, uh, which I mentioned earlier, but we have... Um, coming up first is... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which takes up a new meaning now that we've seen Endgame. And we know that the Falcon is effectively Captain America now. He's yeah. he's going to in, he's inherited the shield and perhaps he will inherit the title. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, so. I, I mean, yeah. I would hope so. That's what, yeah. that's what I read from that scene. Yeah. Uh, right. no, he just throws it in the garbage. He's like, I don't want this. Not um, interested. <laughs> yeah. I was doing. I was speculating before this movie because um, uh, that that show had been announced, um, but we didn't know that tidbit of it. So I was, oh, it's both of the guys who have um, been Captain or Cap, Captain Falcon, Captain, Captain, Falcon. Captain, <laughs> uh, Captain America in the comics. Uh, maybe Captain America dies and then it will be kind of like the two of them will have a mission where they're both kind of trying to edge the other out to be Captain America. That would be fun. Um, But Bucky seems cool with it. Yeah, 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 Bucky seems cool with it because he's a war criminal. (laughs) So maybe it makes sense to not. Actually, that would be a pretty thematically appropriate Captain America, come to think of it. Oh, boy. Uh, (laughs) From tomorrow's headlines. Um, there is also a Loki series, which now that we've seen Endgame, it could. We assumed it was a prequel after we saw Infinity War. I say we, meaning like just the people who watch these movies. It's not a sort of us cool. necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were assuming it might be a prequel, just about like Asgard and Loki's. You know, I would be very surprised if they did a prequel. I think yeah, now that we've seen back. Endgame, yeah. now that we've seen Endgame, it seems to have like a backdoor pilot moment where Loki yeah. just vanishes from history. Big fan in of that moment. At least too. one timeline. Yeah, yeah. De- you, Andrew just cracks up anytime someone opens a door and bonks somebody else. Yeah, That's your, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the height of it's comedy. His yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, the Disney Plus stuff is is yep. is interesting, but like. Maybe the weirdest like, one is WandaVision, Jordan. WandaVision, oh, yeah. Vision. where Vision is definitely dead and did not come back. And yet he is in a Disney Plus series. It's big, a prequel. Big thinking. It, um, could be, it could literally just be what happened between Civil War and Infinity War. And there's, like, we know nothing about that. It's like a they travel just, show. With them. <laughs> so they're just in hiding and yeah. maybe helping people or whatever. Yeah, it's I like don't the know. A-team. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's literally the eighteen. It's yeah. like the eighteen. Um, the uh, like uh, he Alex mentioned that whole D twenty three and like the fact that that these massive presentations were key to sort of building up hype early on. Um, that's what I'm hoping for now. Like I'm hoping for a couple things going forward. Like they need a steady hand at the wheel for sure. Like they need um, they need the same producers or different producers who are 
you know, eminently qualified to handle the the ridiculous burden of getting all of this stuff to work out the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, I think that instead of like maybe not instead of, but in addition to all the Disney Plus stuff, I think they desperately need to start pushing the next arc as soon mm-hmm. as possible because knowing that these all connected to some greater universe and we're all building towards this big end game moment was really fun and satisfying. Um, yeah. And I hope they don't sort of lose that. Um, what do you think the next one would be? It For me, it seems like secret war would be a pretty safe bet. It, I'm not talking about any, I'm talking like in the middle of the 2020s when they figured out what they're going to do with all of the properties <laughs> that they just purchased. It's crazy a, that we're talking about that in like, those time scales. <laughs> well, well, they've said some of the some of the senior folks over there have said that that there's like 20 different movies in development, like several of which obviously we don't even know anything about yet. Sure. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, development meaning like, well, we definitely yeah. have a dude that we pointed at and told him to write a script. We don't know if he's doing it, but uh. <laughs> just take his word for it. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that's it because like, why not use X-Men and Fantastic Four when you figured out a way to do it? Because um, like they, yeah. they have to sort of be even bigger than this. That's I feel like it's maybe not super sustainable, but um, Avengers versus X-Men would be extremely great if it was done appropriately. It makes me sad that um, that Hugh Jackman wouldn't be a part of it, presumably, but. Um, he did enough uh, carrying on his own. He sure did. He gave us enough. He gave us like um, 17 years of his life. Yeah. <laughs> and so little water. Just yeah. true water. He um, truly was the greatest showman. They need to. So pretty much I think they just need to like keep oiling the machine. Like they need to. They need to keep with the spectrum. Blood. With yeah. blood. It's, it's, a yeah. Sac- it's a really brutal and sacrificial machine. Yeah. Like yes. they, they need to keep us. Like I don't think they're going to have a problem where you know, they won't be able to keep us interested, but um, they need to just sort of hold on to the crazy amount of goodwill that they've fostered over the past decade. Right. Um, and like having them all build towards something is remarkable. And I mean, they didn't start out that way. It's important to keep oh, it, yeah. like, you're, you're right that now we are used to it. It has now become well, they, the well, status quo. They did start quo. off like teasing the Avengers like back yeah, the they, first time. Yeah, but that's Thanos, true. You but got it was, that, yeah. yeah, it was literally just like that was the tease was we can do six movies that connect to each other, whatever <laughs> it was. You know, five movies, that's pretty good. Um, exactly. Yeah, and then they kind of kicked into the big picture mode, right? Yeah. And I guess they do need to find some... Like, it's also curious that uh, that Captain Marvel wasn't as prominent here because I guess they need to sort of emphasize who they want to be leading this going on. Like, Right, they, that's kind yeah. of the big oh, I guess. issue yeah, that is... is if you don't have an Iron Man, right? Yeah, or a Captain America. Uh, I mean... Yeah, and, and not just because it's those... Like, not just... Iron Man, the character, although Iron Man was a good character for this universe to kind of be built around, but also the idea of, like, a central figure for who sure. is kind of supporting everything. You know, Iron Man showing up at the end of The Incredible Hulk didn't really mean anything in the long <laughs> it run. It meant a but, lot to me, sir. Right. It was, yeah. it was neat. It was cool, right? Um, and I don't know if they 
they haven't really set that up yet, right? They There's not like, and it's it's. Do they really it, need that though? I really do think yeah. they need it. It helps so much. <laughs> I, like, I, I read into that of like they were sort of establishing like a separation between these characters so that they could presumably in their next stories uh, not have to worry about the inevitable questions of like where are where is everybody else in maybe. this in kind of like in this I, crisis? Like it seems I, like I they're dedicating that. Captain Marvel to being, you know, taking place more in space. They they need someone to they need someone to be at the heart of this though, like Captain America and and Iron Man were the heart of this whole thing. Like like their movies were were the ones that mattered the most, except mm-hmm. for you know other than several of the Iron Man films. Um, that's not that's a little I know, I'm just, I'm uncharitable. Just with you. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Doctor Strange? That's what I was gonna say. I don't think he stepped up yet. I don't think any of them have. Doctor Strange at least was in Thor Ragnarok. It'd be cool if it was just Thor and they had Hemsworth for another yeah, 11 that years. That would be good. <laughs> I would be fine with that. Like, I, do, I don't think that you're seeing the charisma of, of Evans or Downey yet with any of the other actors. Like, the closest you've got is, is Chadwick Boseman, and he was absent for all of Endgame. Um, right. I, like, there wasn't... There was the obvious, like, passing the torch moment with Cap and, and Sam that we've talked about, but... Um, with it, when Endgame ends, it's like I wasn't really sure who was going to be like pushing this machine forward. Who was going to be the new face of it? Like especially right. since Captain Marvel was barely there, and um, T'Challa, and I don't know whether they're going to be able to work something out with Sony for more Spider-Man stuff. I and the last I've heard, they probably won't. The but... nice thing about Iron Man was that he. As a character in the universe, he was kind of just a dude who was self-sufficient and just wanted to help the world out. Um, yes, and he was a celebrity in the world. Like he was right. someone who's who had like whose magnetism and charisma were like written into the character immediately. Like as soon as we see him in two thousand and eight, he's already like a superstar. Right. The reason Thor isn't really in this Captain America Iron Man conversation is because he was locked up in Asgard for so much yes, of his movie. A, even yeah. even when he saves the Earth in like the Dark World or whatever, he is doing that for the nine realms and not because exactly. like Earth is in danger. You need um, you need someone with that human connection. Right, and as these, so so one of the problems, problems I'm using in quotes, like just the way that they have it set up now, right? And of course, it, we've seen in like Thor Ragnarok, it takes one movie to turn a character around. They can That's have fair. they can have a new heart for this universe in half of a movie. But and turning we will a be character on around is one thing, giving us like a new leader to guide. Well, the all next that takes is, is like cameos in other movies. You know what I mean? Like, sure, um, I'm kind of with a cost on this. Yeah, that like maybe Marvel also doesn't know the answer to that question, and it's just mm-hmm. sort of waiting to see what they produce yeah. in phase four basically yeah like yeah. like it, it's also interesting because i i hope that they can work stuff out with with sony like i hope that there could be more like Peter spider-man Parker, stuff spider-man <laughs> stuff because that's naturally a character that is like as globally popular as captain america and iron man yeah. and it's also it also would be great to see like him actually grow up into a leadership role that would be amazing because right. they they wisely decided to cast like an age appropriate Spider Man. Yeah. Um, um, it would be really really nice if they can have 
this Spider-Man stick around and kind of continue because he was so close to Tony Stark just in like yeah. the three appearances he's had. Um, if you had any more reason to hate Venom as a movie, no, <laughs> it's for jeopardizing no, that the no, runaway box no, office success. No, no, yeah. no yes. I forgive it. You're, you're um, safe. Oh, ten more years. Ten more years. Ten more years. Um, I there there has always been like persistent rumors that they. Do- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing at that some more. <laughs> Go um, on, Alex. No, the there's always been rumors of they want to do like a Spider-Man trilogy. They want to do like a, a movie for sophomore, junior, senior years of high school kind of thing. Um, I don't know if there is anything to lead, uh, you know, to lead. There's no reason to believe in that other than it's been a rumor forever. Um, but I'm, I'm really curious to see Far From Home because it has so much work to do in these areas that we're talking about. It has a lot of work to do in establishing what this universe is like after right. Endgame. Like in, in the one it's trailer we have of the movie. That. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, in, in the trailer that we have, it's like there's a big crowd of people cheering for Spider-Man, but Spider-Man is kind of like, I want to take a break. I want to go on vacation to Europe and not think about Spider-Man for a bit. And it's like, in the context of Endgame, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now, right? We, we have this whole new emotional motivation for why that is. Um, but also, it's going to have to deal with a lot of the questions that people have about Endgame, right? Like, especially about this whole five-year gap. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Like, all of all of Peter Parker's class, like his journalism, or no, not his journal, his, like, academic Super Bowl team is on vacation with him. Like, I guess they all got snapped. Yeah, well, you saw, that, you saw that before that or after Endgame, though. Yeah. Like, it has to be before, right? It's after. No, it's it after? has to be after. It's it, after. There's no way. Yeah, it has to be after. <laughs> That's yeah. gonna be weird. That's why. Okay. That's why. Like Nick Fury is the new mentor figure, mentor figure. Like, I guess you know, at least he didn't age. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna be really weird because because <laughs> they, they might just sidestep the whole thing, and that's like the last thing I want to happen. Like, it's, it's, just, it's very for possible. them to smudge it, but they might. I don't know, man. Also, like presumably, like every other part of the world would have like significant like rebuilding and rehabilitation oh, to go through every part like, of the world yeah like i'm amazed that like venice is like open for tourists that quickly <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah. everybody in venice is okay it's statistically possible <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> yeah florence not so lucky they're yeah, all oh, gone no, they're all gone <laughs> um so yeah i i think that's um that i just want to close off i guess by saying this is a remarkable achievement i guess we should talk a little bit about the last fight scene it's extremely yeah lavish um it's like an army of monsters from several other marvel movies against an army of heroes from several other marvel movies um i didn't find it overwhelming but i was also um as was mentioned before just like crying weeping <laughs> weeping <laughs> That was like Spider-Man. I knew he'd be back. I knew he'd be back. <laughs> you told me you would. I never stop believing. I thought you. I would hate that fight, that scene, yeah, what that you whole think? act. Because um, I read the synopsis and I was just like, I was like, this sounds awful. It's just going to be a big CGI mess. And usually I'm not like 
that person, but I do remember Black Panther's final battle between Killmonger and Black Panther, and it was just like a CGI. It's it's a little meh. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I didn't yeah. mind it, but that's you know. All right, so. Jordan. Okay, yeah. no taste. No. It's, okay. Um, but no, I I really liked it. Once again, I said this already, but um, these writers and these directors do so well using different powers together, like. Captain America throws Thor's hammer and Peter Parker uses it to web zip out of a group of enemies and like grab the infinity gauntlet and land on Valkyrie's Pegasus. Like that happens in this movie and it takes like five seconds. It's not even like the climax of the movie, you know, it's just like a moment that happens. Uh, So yeah, there's a lot of good combinations of powers, a lot of good stuff that happens in that scene. Um, that's I, when I, these movies are the best. I, I, I hate to disagree. I think Andrew might have said this earlier, but I'm I'm not really a fan of how the Russos do hand-to-hand combat stuff. And part of it is... Part of it might be their directing and editing, but part of it is also just, like, they can't have any of these characters actually fight each other. They have to have, like, a stunt double come in. And or it's entirely CG in some cases. Right, um, So so they have to... Even when it's hand to hand, you know you're gonna have to cover up the actors' faces and stuff. Yeah, Can't yeah, be. a lot of like uh, cuts on hits and sort of tighter yeah. shots than you'd like. Uh, and yeah. I would like nitpick that um, they don't really establish the space very well for sort of that final big battle. So there's yeah. still a lot of like people need to get from point A to point B, but like mm-hmm. you have no idea what that actually <laughs> means, where they are relative to each other. So it's it's a little messy there. But again. You know, uh, I found myself mostly distracted by all of the cool shit that happens in it. Right. Yeah. We've complained before about how DC movies for a long time, they would always end on like Final Destination. Where it's just like, yeah, Fire World. It's just (laughs) the horizon. Just like in Fantastic Four. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. All DC movies go to the the Fantastic universe. Well, they they built the stage. 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's really more of a traveling theater troupe. Right. Just using the same sets. So they kind of have a little bit of that in Endgame, but it's fine because so much actually cool stuff is happening, and it's like the big finale fight with a million CGI boys running around that's like, well, okay, whatever. It's not just Doomsday, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and they're like, oh, boy, this is pretty exhausting. We better move this over to the black background that's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Stage select screen. Yeah. Yeah. The training room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I preferred the wireframe fight in uh, in Justice League 2. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, that's that's my take on that final fight. It's a hot take. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much in agreement with you there, man. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's uh, let's move on, just like the world did from their five-year time jump. <laughs> let's jump five years later and see where NMNP is. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, one one more closing remark: Where's Toby Jones? They brought everybody else back for oh. this movie. Where was Toby? They mentioned- yeah, they had a scene in the Shield headquarters yeah. in the seventies. Yeah, they mentioned him. You're right. Yeah, bring him in there. Toby Jones at. Where's Toby Jones? Where's the Jonester? Where's the Jonester? I'm Jonesing for Toby. <laughs> yeah, but that's you every Saturday. It's true. Um, also, uh, one more thing. This movie has, at the end, we mentioned about Cap a lot of times, and I can't, uh, you know, I can't in good conscience talk about this without... Um, 
calling attention to a subversion of the NMNP tropes, which is the rare re-aging. The, yeah. Yes, digital re-aging. Digital you re-aging. just inverse that algorithm. Yeah, you, yeah. Get, yeah. <laughs> you get the creaser, yeah. yeah they the crumpler, as it's known. Yeah, yeah they used the, the decreaser and reverse-engineered it just like Thanos' goons with the pin particles. And, um, <laughs> I was not wild about old man Steve Rogers. We really got like a full Benjamin Button arc. We saw him as like shrimp boy and now old man. Like, yes. we got this. <laughs> <laughs> they got the reverse Benjamin Button, yeah. aka normal agent. <laughs> um, they, I definitely for about three seconds thought it was screen legend Clint Eastwood, but until a I lot realized, of people said that. <laughs> yes. Um, I didn't many, know that the mule was like a secret fourth <laughs> Captain America no, the, movie. The mule is one of my favorite heroes from 1960. He's one of the lesser known Avengers. <laughs> um... Uh, what was it? Shit. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I got it. I got it. Yeah. Andrew, uh, how many Marvel movies has Clint Eastwood seen? Uh, the same number as Kenneth Branagh. One. <laughs> Zero. One. Yeah. No, he he saw also Thor. saw Thor. He was at the <laughs> premiere. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what Kenneth Branagh says about, uh, sorry, fuck. You know what, uh, what, what Clint Eastwood says about this generation? Uh, that they're Okay. He that's likes true. them, and he thinks yep. they work hard enough. Yep. And yes, that, he doesn't that's use America too. He yeah. doesn't use derogatory, sexist slurs to describe <laughs> us. <laughs> uh, I was worried, but I'm glad know, he doesn't. Right? Yeah. So let's uh, <laughs> treat us like an empty chair. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Wow. Talk about five year old. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's get to the awards here. Are we going to throw out any shawl of shames? I don't think so. Not necessary. Thankfully, the cat doesn't come back from Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> it did die. Yeah. It was revived. I mean, maybe it's in that, like, giant battle. We don't know. There's probably yeah, some really yeah. good Easter eggs of, like, apparently Howard the Duck is in it. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. No. I in, which it. side is he on? <laughs> <laughs> He's oh. a good guy, Jordan. Yeah. Okay. His time in the collector's prison really changed him. Yeah, yeah I like the part where he runs after uh, um, oh, <laughs> he runs after the wasp, and he's got a little knife in his beak, <laughs> and then she just just drop kicks him. His head flies clean off. <laughs> Surprisingly brutal. Um, yeah. Um, let's let's hand out awards then. What's uh, what's your most normal moment? I'll um, do it then. Okay, I, I, yeah. It's um, it's Drax's funeral vest at the end of <laughs> oh. uh, when he's at when he's at Iron Man's funeral, um, which in our initial discussions the the name John Myers was thrown out. <laughs> um, it's funny that Drax showed up, but it's even funnier that he got a like a black mourner's vest. It really just made me laugh. <laughs> yes. I don't know why. Canonically, Guardian. I I just watched Guardians two, and he says he doesn't like wear the jetpack because it makes his nipples chafe so you know that was a big sacrifice for him to put the vest on was the vest buttoned or was it open uh i thought it was buttoned i really classes it up it's yeah yes i mean it is a funeral yeah (laughs) you gotta button that vest up yeah there we go of course um all right uh i don't know if my most normal moment is uh half-assed hulk or uh (laughs) 
Or they'll like, explain, or like, explain what half assed Yeah, hold okay. on a second. Uh, so like when they travel back to 2012, uh, sort of there is uh, okay. Bruce Banner's yeah. in like, I guess, gray Hulk mode. Costa, you can correct me on this. He's Professor Hulk. Professor, Professor Hulk, Hulk mode. Hulk. Uh, yeah, so he is, you know, sentient and not a rage monster at this point, but still has to basically put on a show. Right. For people who are any random passerbys. Uh, so yeah, he's just sort of like, Throwing cars and motorcycles, but he's just not. He does his heart's not in it. Yeah, that's legitimately funny. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, give me the goddamn phone is pretty good in the diner with uh, Hulk and Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, yeah, it's like these are intentionally <laughs> funny, funny though. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, uh, you have to find like, weirder stuff. Uh, I mean, I guess the most normal moment yeah, is like a little external normal. to the movie, which is. Uh, all of the murmuring and questions that occurred when the kid from Iron Man 3 shows up. <laughs> there was a lot the of murmuring. Like, like, yeah. like, who's that kid? What is yeah. that? Yeah. Huh? Who's the... that the kid? No. No, yeah. <laughs> a lot of really, like, desperate searching of, like... It's is funny. That, is that Quicksilver from the... Exactly. From the <laughs> it kind of looks like him. No, you idiot. That's the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my most normal moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll go for another funeral themed <laughs> normal moment, which is always fun. Uh, a lot. I'm not. I'm gonna be the eight millionth person to point this one out, but Black Widow does not get a funeral, um, and it's like kind of conspicuously absent because they just have like one scene where they're sad about her, and then Hulk throws a bench, and yeah. that's like the height of the height of emotional, uh, you, you know, tragedy. In this movie, they oh, they yeah. take a they take a couple minutes out to go throw a bench across a lake, which I think is a is that a Viking funeral? I get that mixed up a lot. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how that would deal works. with that scene. I hadn't really thought of that until now. It's it's all like, she gets. It's I okay. So I I think like maybe it's like they still have work to do. So it's one of these things yeah. Where they have, like we can't really they've, pause. They've lost half yeah. of the universe, and this was like a noble sacrifice to like bring an end to that to like Their undo first that. was actually on a bench that's i i figured oh it, yeah her and the hulk they yeah her bench buddies at first and they grew into something more and they, they, they the bench buddies really blossomed is what i'm trying to say here <laughs> um yeah the hulk doesn't really get any kind of like the hulk and black widow romance that was a joss whedon thing it just kind of gets lost it fizzles out and that's what you get. You just get a... They establish it and just, like, immediately separate them. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a weird... Yeah. Which, it's, like, Joss it, is yeah. sort of responsible for, too, right? Like, that's the ending of Ultron is... Right, Hulk right. Flying Hulk flying away. Yeah, but but when they... Here's the thing. They don't really seem to have pursued a relationship in the five-year gap that they had, like, on Earth together, you know? They're living in completely separate yeah, places. Yeah, get if, like, your reunion coincided with something like that i could I and that's see, fair yeah you know, that complicating things but yeah but yeah, yeah. It, it's a little weird yeah it, it, it just kind of yeah it's, it's weird that that element gets totally dropped and then they just kind of make up for it by throwing a bench uh, so that's my most I normal moment they committed to was uh the hulk always having like a shitload of food around him at any given time <laughs> i was a big fan of that yeah yeah <laughs> i appreciate um, that who's getting the gp that's the golden mounts Anybody. Big golden pounds. Well, kid from Iron Man three. It could be kid from Iron Man three. That's a strong contender. Who gets the end credit. Yeah. Um. It's 
we we already mentioned old Captain America because I think we did give scrawny Captain America the golden pounds previously. Oh, that's yeah. The, it's too emotional it, of a moment. If, okay, Jordan I, how about vetoes we do, it. Uh, Old Steve Rogers, but I actually just put up a picture of Guy Pierce from Prometheus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> um, we have several. This movie with that garbage. Yeah. There's several time traveled versions of Ant Man when they're experimenting with time travel. Oh, baby, baby, Ant-Man. baby, baby yeah, Ant Man. Old Ant Man. Um, there's no burning animals, are there? Wait, that sounds. If you don't know what the show is, that sounds weird. There's no animals who are on fire. This is, this is the comic book and animal sacrifice show. <laughs> that's we why we're back only. Yeah, that's that yeah. will bring us way above normal wine. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> because we offer a dark sacrifice at the end of every episode. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. Um, um, yeah, baby yeah, Ant Man, kid at funeral, or Iron Man three kid. Yeah. Um, uh, I would mm. give it to boy on bicycle that Ant Man <laughs> tries to fight, and he's <laughs> just not interested. Yeah, he doesn't bother explaining. Uh, Ant Man's aged daughter. No, nah, that one's legitimately like yeah, a good reveal. Yeah, I'd like to give it to people who. Um, who don't have any dialogue. I feel like that should be a rule. I feel like giving it to Michelle Pfeiffer is pretty funny because she doesn't do it. She's just there, just like, like <laughs> At the funeral? Yeah. Um, no, but that's not... Yeah. Are we... Do we not have one for this? Um, we got... We, well, we'll find one. Yeah. This is off topic, but a thing that people have complained about this movie, like a nitpick, I should say, is that um, mm-hmm. Ant-Man is like trying to get to the van where the quantum tunnel is so they can send the infinity gauntlet like somewhere else in time where Thanos can't get it. Um, that's during the final fight. Uh, and then like it cuts from Ant-Man trying to get to the van to like giant Ant-Man punching one of those flying things from the Avengers. And then it cuts back to like Ant-Man trying to get to the van. And it, it, seems, <laughs> it seems like a continuity error. And some people have been like, maybe that's the original Ant-Man. But I think he's... Yeah, Where would he get the suit? I don't know. It, it seems like it's probably just like a, a dumb like editing gaffe. That that's way not... more likely than some weird. Yeah. Yeah. Then they decide crossing. like yeah. maybe we should have well because there's the old Ant Man right like there's um okay oh, Hank Pym yeah yeah I Hank figured Pym. I figured it out I figured out our, our golden pants yeah I resolved it uh, it's a favorite of Andrews for sure. Um, okay. It's it's uh, Natalie Portman in brackets archival footage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm a big. I'm, we've got it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Check me. All if right. you can just get like a, like a picture of like sort of her shoulder or something, that would just be dynamite. Or a stock photo. Of <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I think stock <laughs> photo is where we're going. Stock yeah. photo is really good. <laughs> okay. Uh, now we gotta rank these, and by these I mean we have to rank both of them because we promised we would do that last year. Yeah, because War. you guys are so concerned that this movie would ruin Infinity War. I mean, you were on board with us waiting to rank both of them together. Yeah, yeah. I was outvoted with both of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You I were on board. Yeah, you were on board with the it's, ranking them together. Fine. You just didn't have our fears. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, alright, well, uh, I guess I'll do Infinity War first. Yeah. Actually, why don't you do that? Because I gotta plug this stupid shit and say that, uh, if you go to our website, uh, normanmailer.com, no. uh, normalmovies.com, uh, you can see our fun, fun jokes 
the the picture of Natalie Portman, like her headshot. I hope in black and white that Andrew's gonna find for uh, for the gallery. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and listen to all of our old eps on uh, on iTunes and Stitcher and Podcast Alley and Podcast Addict and uh, <laughs> uh, Apple Music, Google Music, YouTube. Are we on YouTube? I don't think so. We, we've, we've got some stuff on YouTube. We've got some stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Um, we're, we're getting there. We're getting, we're getting there. there. Uh, and That's our us, phase four. Yeah. Leave, <laughs> leave us some reviews because if not, you're worse than than Thanos. At least he stood for something. What are you standing for? Nothing. <laughs> just listing your shit and just doing nothing about it. You're not fucking writing a fucking message saying how much you love our jokes and our fun bits. He's up our, there wanted. Okay, let's. <laughs> Starring two comic book heroes, McAvoy and Pratt. Um, yes, yeah, or so itself. Or... Oh boy, yeah. I can't wait. And, uh, Alex, you gotta watch that. We gotta do our Which? Our, our, our glass episode. Uh... <laughs> he sounds into it, so uh, uh... worse. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. While he while he uh, figures out whether to get the 4K version or the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. um, let's let's write this. Uh, who who's up first? Are we going to do all of us do Infinity War and then all of us do Endgame, or are we doing both? We'll the, do like, both. Or I do what, both. What do you, and you do both. Let's, yeah. let's let's do Infinity War. And then around okay. for Endgame. Okay. I think the cost is right. And we'll, we'll, we'll split the order. So one person, we'll, 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 we'll snake it. Uh, so I'll go first for Infinity War then. Which okay. I will put. Right. Uh, I recently rewatched it. It was better than I remembered it. Um, yeah. And it seems less incomplete now for some weird reason. Hmm. Funny that. However. Uh-oh. It is certainly going at number 22. Okay. Um, Avengers. <clears throat> Infinity War. Uh, which is above Shogun Assassin, which maybe is... Yeah. Right. Um, but obviously, are weird by now. <laughs> obviously one below Venom, because <laughs> Venom is Next. way better. Andrew, are you playing <laughs> Infinity War? <laughs> All right. Uh, I am going to put Infinity War. I'm, I found that surprisingly low, Jordan. But uh, it gonna, ain't, it's no venom. Uh, I'm going to put Infinity War at uh, twelve. Wow. For me, I okay. Really wow. liked it. I think, uh, especially considering. Is it, oh, sorry. I, I'll wait. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I watched that Above also Winter Soldier. Endgame. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think it's yeah. uh, it's all it's still a feat in the same way that Endgame is. In my opinion, but yeah. I mean, mine, mine is above Winter Soldier too. But yeah, okay. okay. So I've got it. Yeah, so it's below Iron Man and above the Winter Soldier. All right, okay. Alex. Okay, and then for me, Infinity War, I put it at number twenty-five, which is still hey. really high. Um, it's below Scott Pilgrim versus the World. It's above The Incredibles two. Huh. Um, I'm definitely reassessing a lot of my Marvel movie placements at this very moment. Yes. <laughs> uh, here's here's the problem. And since I'm going to do Endgame next, right? We're snaking. Um, yeah. I'm going to speak my piece, which is I think the Avengers maybe doesn't hold up as well as some of the later Marvel movies for me. Um, that's probably true. I don't know if that's have, like a fair I, comparison, though, considering not, one not sort of established. Not these to the Avengers, but like stuff like I have the Avengers at number nine. 
um, and it's right above Spider-Man Homecoming and Thor Ragnarok, and I don't know if I would do that anymore. I think I'd probably put both those movies above... Mm, I'd put Spider-Man above The Avengers. I Thor Ragnarok has all the scenes in Asgard still. Yeah, I would certainly <laughs> throw The Avengers down if I could modify my list, which I'm not allowed yeah. to do. Yeah, we live yeah. with our mistakes here. Yeah, right. Unlike so, the Avengers, yeah. <laughs> that being said, that puts me That's in a weird good. spot where I think this is a movie I can go back to. Well, it just came out, so it's easy to go back to it. But the Avengers is kind of like a little bit aged. It's 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 so much more Whedon-y than everything else now, right? Like the Russo style has become so... It's the prevalent. standard now. It's yeah, it's the yeah. standard now. It's what all the movies feel like. All the movies feel like Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing feels like Avengers 1. It's very quippy, uh, which nothing else is. So Avengers is a weird high spot on my list, which is all to say I will put Endgame. Uh-oh. I just made a mistake. Um, you just deleted all of his stuff. Yeah, I might have undid somebody else's change Sweet. on this list. But... Regardless, Endgame is going to go at number 14 for me. Which... Oh, wow, below Logan. Yes. So here's the thing. As soon as I started looking at the rankings, I was like, you know what? I do kind of value the, like, even though stuff like Thor Ragnarok has Doctor Strange and the Hulk in it, and even though Spider-Man Homecoming relies so much on the, re- the relationship between Peter Parker and Iron Man, I-, I do kind of value those straightforward, like, character stories above this like, the spectacles. Uh, yeah. yeah, the spectacle, like, theme-up movie. Even though it is time travel and it is everything I wanted, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, like, I think it's less, like... I could probably sit down and watch all the non-Hella scenes from <laughs> Ragnarok, like, three times in a row. You know what I mean? Like, it's they're really, really funny. And Endgame, maybe maybe I want to move it up when I watch it again. Huh. Um it's it's still really good. It's number fourteen on my list. So it's right below Logan. It's right above Akira. Ooh. Um, but that whole general area of my list is kind of into question now. Yeah. All of our lists are very questionable. Yes, that's sure. the fun part of it. Yeah, I, I guess I should stop making excuses for it because it's the fun part. Ooh. Is it my? Um, you're up. Everybody, double check that I didn't delete your Infinity War by accident. I still got mine. Yes, okay. I, think, I think we're good. Uh, I got mine still there. Too. It seems like I'm a bigger fan of this than the two of you because i'm actually putting endgame uh, i assume that's i'm up yep right yep uh i'm gonna put endgame at number four wow nice okay. yeah wow. but see that's where i have captain america civil war so i guess i'm a liar and it turns out that <laughs> i actually do love these yeah. spectacle movies i'm maybe just like sticking with uh less like a rewatchability value on my mm-hmm. ranking than just like movies that i think are just either very well done or just are feats in and of themselves. This is a huge feat. And this is a giant feat, I'd say, at the same level of the Avengers. So that's... This movie is impossible to remove from its context and still be talking about the same movie. That is fair. Uh, So it's still no X2, uh, but it's uh, above (laughs) the Avengers. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be in between the two of you. Uh, I put in a number nine. It's below Mask of the Phantasm because... Of That's, course, yeah. <laughs> that is a like an eighty-minute movie that has more emotional weight than pretty much anything that we've looked at, uh, and it's above one of my favorite comic book movies of the decade, Birdman. Uh, so uh, also featuring Spider-Man. So. Also featuring Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we all place this movie above Infinity War, and I've seen so many people say that that they would not do that. I we heard from somebody of the show. Uh, Zach a few days ago saying that he would absolutely not put this even close to uh, it's in which is War. weird a lot of we've people already say established like, he's weird so thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a lot of people say that Infinity War was like a, a strong story that follows Thanos as like a protagonist almost and it's it's told in a very straightforward way and then Endgame the, they'll tell me was kind of like you know, all over the place, very scattershot, um, a bunch of threads happening at once. But for me, it's like, when I think of Infinity War, I just think about how, like, all the stuff that happened on Earth was, like, nothing. And all the stuff that happened in space was really fun. And it seems like, no, I, I don't see it. I don't see it as, like, one big Thanos story. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that should about do it. This is probably one of our longer episodes, right? It definitely Andrew? is. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Hope you get stuck in traffic, listeners, and have to... Let her fucking listen to the whole podcast that we yeah, made one for city. them. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. I hope you love it. <laughs> Alright, so we'll be back eventually. Uh you know, that's how we do it. Um so I'm signing off for myself and for Andrew. Thanks for listening. For Alex. Bye guys. See ya.